Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of It Came From Cherry Hill. My name is Glenn and I am joined, of course, by my wonderful co-host, Rob. Rob, how are you this fine, fine evening? Hey, man. You know, doing about as good as uh, COVID allows, so ah. I can't complain. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing well, man. You know, it's been a while uh, since uh, I did a podcast, so, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I was, I was on my way home from work today and I was like, yes. Getting back into the groove, back into the rhythm, uh, you know, with uh, with podcasting in general. But always excited to do another episode of It Came From Cherry Hill, despite the fact that we're a little bit light on the Monster Mania news. It's not surprising, is it? No, no, not really. It's definitely entering, um, you know, this this is traditionally always like, you know, the drought uh, of Monster Mania. The slog from the August to the March show, which has now become the May show. Uh, so, like, you know, I'm definitely still feeling it going through withdrawal of not having either con this year. So, just trying to persevere, keep my fingers crossed for May. Yeah, dude. I, I feel like we're all in that boat. Uh, you know, I'm see- you're seeing the stuff come out around the uh, the vaccine started to come out. I'm just like, I'm hoping. I'm like, come on. Come on. Let me get my dose. Let me get my doses done by, like, the end of April so I can do this thing. Yeah, right. That's all we just gotta, we, we just gotta, we just gotta see. But uh, luckily, you know, despite the fact that we don't have too much Monster Mania stuff to talk about, we got, we got a pretty, pretty full agenda, and we're semi-professional because you know we actually have a well-organized, populated list uh, that we're gonna go down today. We normally do, but I feel like today uh, it's a, it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit tighter than tighter than normal um the is only, that because you were in charge of the list i was not in charge of the list okay <laughs> listen it's a group responsibility um if anything you're usually more on top of the list than i am um traditionally so uh this was one of my first one of my first major four normally i only have like one or two things i throw into the list um but uh, i just had i had more today and you had less so that balances out um monster mania wise there's really not that much going on um right now uh, as everybody is pretty much aware um the one big thing that's really kind of going on monster mania wise is the monster mania store um they're doing all types of deals um i think for the first i think it's like the first 10 days this month um right now for cyber tuesday they're calling it for any order over 40 dollars, you get a free monster media con 45 11 by 17 poster the con that never happened um, and they just keep adding more and more items to that Monster Mania store, uh, specifically like all types of autographs and everything. So um, make sure that you go on there, uh, check it out. You can actually use the code 10 and the percent sign off graphs and you will get 10% off um, autographs. Uh, so uh, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, all types of different things there for sale. So another way you can support the con uh, you know, in these tough times. Yeah, man. Hey, you need some autographs? Didn't get any of your stuff done? Why not? Yeah, it's awesome. And, and you know all that stuff is uh, likely authenticated by Monster Mini Authentics as well. So you don't have to worry about it coming from somebody too shady. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is always what you want. All right, that's really that's really all that's really all I have uh, Monster Mini wise. Um, I want to talk Joe Bob. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm always down to talk Joe Bob. And because uh, I, I learned, I, I learned some interesting information, uh, Joe Bob wise. Now I'm sure you know that later on this month, Joe Bob has the Joe Bob Christmas special, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is um, not this Friday because this Friday is going to be what December the fourth. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the 11th is the day um, where you have Joe Bob's Christmas special on Shutter. But did you know? That if you go over to the TexasChainsawMassacre.com, um, on 
uh, Friday night, they actually have like a hosting, a hosted screening of um, Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Joe Bob for two nights. Oh, that's cool. Is it like a live thing? Yes. Yeah, it's live. You actually have to buy tickets to it. Um, you can buy tickets tickets to it. It's either twenty dollars a night or it's thirty dollars for both nights. Um, it goes to it's the TexasChainsawMassacre.com. The first night will feature a screening of the original film with the members of the original cast, um, and it's hosted by Joe Bob Briggs uh, with cast commentary and a Q and A following the film. The second night is a screening of the film hosted by Joe Bob Briggs with commentaries of the original production crew. Um, and of course there's a com- crew commentary and Q and a, um, following the film. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's two, it's two days and you can buy tickets to either one day or to both. Uh, and there's also even like all types of different packages on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre website. It's just called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.com, uh, where you can get like, um, it comes with like a poster. There's a, there's a shirt, uh, and it like bundles it with tickets. You can get that, uh, and it's 65 bucks. Um, so there's all types of different things. Uh, it starts, the first night is Friday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's a little, little early, uh, but they have, uh, they have autographed, um, you know, items on there as well. All types of, all types of cool stuff. So if you're into Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it might definitely be worth, uh, checking out. I feel like it starts a little early though. Seven o'clock is no joke. Yeah, this is, uh, so I'm just, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty cool. So what? How is it going to work? Is it like? That's what I'm wondering. Because they is it like? Uh, it's got to be like a virtual, like a virtual screening. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm like curious about. Because it's on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre website, and I don't know who owns like you know the streaming rights for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I'm wondering like, are they going to actually show the like? Or will we be watching the movie and we'll see like picture in picture kind of? You know, um, will we just have their audio like pumped in? Um, is it going to be like everybody hit play? Like, I feel like we're gonna see the movie. You know, to not to pay that money to, uh, and not see the movie, I feel like is is strange. Um, so, so I feel like you're just gonna see it and then maybe there'll be picture in picture. I'm I'm envisioning it like a like a fancier mystery science theater three thousand. Yeah, I'm trying to figure this out. Uh, oh, uh, event stream will be hosted on Venmo and can be uh, viewed on most computer, smartphone devices, TV mirroring options, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's that's a cool way of doing this. Uh, number one, uh, this is interesting that I never knew that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.com existed. <laughs> yeah, you, you and me both, my man. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So you're getting, uh, you're getting a pretty cool, so you're getting like, it looks like, uh, is that, are they just like designed that way? Okay. I was like, oh, there's like fake tickets. They're not really tickets. They're just like, you know, telling you, you get a thing you get a, uh, you get a poster, which is cool. Um, that looks kind of interesting. Uh, so I guess the question is like, what is, it's going to be interesting. What's Joe Bob going to do, right? Uh, it sounds like he'll probably be more of like an MC type thing, like maybe like an intro or something. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely interesting. It does say it's being rec- it says it's being recorded as well. So I'm wondering if it's going to be something that's going to be like VOD after the fact, maybe like at some at some point. Uh, but I mean, if you're a fan of Joe Bob, I could definitely see this being, um, you know, <laughs> being interesting. 
Uh, but I mean, that starts, it's, I feel like it starts so early, you know, they don't start the last drive and what until what nine. Yeah. I, I'm also, I mean, I, the price is a little high. That's a little uh, steep. Yeah. 20. I mean, just to see the movie, right? It's 20 bucks. So 20 bucks to watch a 40 year old movie that they just did on shutter six months ago. Like what is going to be so like, I, I that's like that's kind of my thing, right? Like if Joe Bob had never talked about it or never done it, I'd be like, oh, it's a toy. But like I've just seen his thing on it. Like obviously it's his favorite movie. Uh, it's a, if you're a huge Uber fan, uh, sure. That sounds like an awesome thing, man. Like why wouldn't you do that? You know, especially right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I don't know if it's something I would I don't think I'd pay 20 bucks to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're if you're a big enough, I feel like if you're a big enough Joe Bob fan, then maybe then maybe you do. Um, but uh, yeah, did he did he did they do Texas Chainsaw? The OG? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, a yep. Few months ago? It was the first yeah. time my wife ever saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you were saying. Yeah. Well, then that is a little surprising. But I mean, I do love a Joe Bob. If it comes to like, you know, some type of like rental or something um, afterwards, I'd, I'd watch it. Uh, but yeah, 30 dollars for both nights. And the fact that it starts so early and they don't mention that you can like, you know, start it again later or something you know like if you're if you're not there at the time you can it oh, says can that it's available for 72 hours after the event so oh, i'm assuming okay. you can you know you can watch it live or catch it later okay well that's cool can we just for a second though talk about some of the really cool merchandise they, they have? have a ton of merchandise and which you can buy even if you're not like you know like buying a ticket for this item um they have a really like uh they have all types of different cool t-shirts like leather face mask uh, they have a texas chainsaw chainsaw plush like a you stuffed, saw that too i'm like i want that like a stuffed chainsaw oh my that's pretty that's pretty good man i like, want that that's so ridiculously cool i have a lot of uh I have a lot of horror pillows in my house um, that I've actually bought mm-hmm. almost all of them from the con from so that could go really well with like my other my Freddy and Jason and scream pillow uh, that 40 bucks uh, little, that's a little much but it's kind of cool it's cool enough that I may think about it yeah man there's a lot of cool a lot of cool t-shirts all types of neat merch there but something to check out something different something new in the in the, in the horror world uh, and that's you can go check all that stuff out over at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.com. But I found that out earlier, like, you know, at the beginning of this week. And I was like, I did not hear anything about this. And I was like, just the fact that they have stuff like this is super cool. So maybe if it's successful, we'll get other movies or something like that. Who, who knows? Um, the more last drive in slash monster, monster vision experiences I can have, the better. <laughs> so I guess the, the real question is going back to the shutter and, you know, the thing we're going to be watching. Uh, have they has he given any real hint yet as to what he's talking about for the Christmas episode? I don't you know, I don't think so. Um I'm, let me let me go take a peek over at his uh his Twitter real real quick. I'm really hoping cuz like he's had Jericho on once, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mhm. And um Jericho had um Dar- Darby? No. What the heck is your name? <laughs> Darcy. Darcy. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like blanking. I'm like, what is her name? Uh he had her on uh his podcast and Joe Bob was on uh Jericho's podcast as well. And I'm like, man, I really hope that Jericho can pull some strings and we can get Goldberg on here. Uh the, that way we can do Santa Slay. Uh it does say <laughs> the only hint that he's given, uh if you if you go to his Twitter, uh the, the tweet's pinned, it's been out since November. It says Santa is coming December eleventh and he's pissed. 
That's all it says. So I'm like, man, I hope, man. I really, really hope. Uh, but I mean, there's so many, like any Christmas horror movie with, with Santa, uh, like, I mean, Santa's not in a good mood, <laughs> you know, Santa's not, <laughs> Santa's not the good guy in any of these Christmas movies. Uh, and then actually Darcy wrote, um, a few tweets down. She says, I've been pushing Santa's, I've been pushing for Santa's sleigh since we announced our first Christmas special. Uh, so hopefully, um, I don't know. It seems though, like, cause, uh, Darcy was pushing for prom night. What was it? Prom night two for a long time and then we finally got it uh but uh, i don't know i don't know man there's still a lot of speculation lots only one more week we'll find out yeah i'm kind of interested for um i'm certainly uh interested in you know i like christmas horror quite a bit if i think i'm on record here as saying that i'm a big i'm a big fan of it uh so i think that that is super cool i'm hoping for you know santa slay is something I've, i absolutely want to watch so incredibly badly uh you have uh, like rare exports could be an option because i think that's actually on shutter uh and that's a great flick if you've never seen it um i saw uh what, what's some other what's the other one uh what's the other like killer santa one um oh um not uh, uh not 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 like the, silent not like, night yeah. deadly night i'm like the main one silent so, night deadly night yeah so that's totally another one so yeah there's definitely um i definitely there's definitely some cool things out there so i'm hoping man i'm hoping for just straight up christmas horror because sometimes like i think what was the one christmas he did like we um, phantasm uh, one phantasm there. which is cool but i want it's christmas time on christmas horror you know yeah. what i mean yeah uh, no, for sure. Um, so I mean, that would be that would be really cool. I'm crossing my fingers because Slay and Slay with Joe Bob would just be it would just be so much fun, you know. Um, so yeah. I, I I hope, but we'll see. I'm gonna be happy no matter what it is. And really, it's only pretty much a week away. Uh, so I mean, that's that's really cool. Uh, and again, that's only available over on Shutter. So if you have Shutter, awesome. And if you don't, sign up for the free trial. <laughs> it's I think it's at least thirty days, and there's all types of promo codes like all over the place that you can you can get it for longer. And it's totally it's totally worth it um you know even just for even just for joe bob if you don't watch it if you don't watch anything else on there yeah so my man you had me do some um you had me do some some gaming yeah over the last week or so you want to tell the story of how you stumbled upon this video game (laughs) uh so for um so for anyone who's kind of well you know wonder what we're talking about uh first things first uh, we're going to be talking about the game uh, doki doki literature club uh it is a game that i recommend everyone play it's a game that i recommend that everyone go into completely blind it's a game that everyone can play it can run on every computer imaginable and it's free it will cost you nothing uh go in completely dark and from this point forward uh we're gonna say spoilers for doki doki literature club because i don't you know i don't want to play that game the whole time we're talking so maybe skip ahead uh you know 10 15 minutes or so uh if you haven't played the game yet you know stop play it come back and talk to us glad it took you what Uh, how long would you say it took you to play through the whole thing uh i played it over the course of i think three nights um and i probably played about maybe an hour and a half or two hours each night. Um, so I, th- I think you could probably finish the game and like, if you just like sat down there and just played it nonstop, you could probably finish it in like four, four to five hours. Maybe I think. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a long game. Uh, no. it's a visual novel style. Um, go into a completely dark. It's going to look like, why are they talking about this as a horror game? It is. I assure you, it'll be the best horror game you've ever played. Uh, okay. 
So how I found this, I found this uh, via the um, the a podcast I listened to called DLC. So DLC is a podcast with uh, Jeff Kanata uh, and uh, I just losing his co-host name off the top of my head. Uh, and they had a guy on who was just talking about this game. And he's like, it's he basically gave the same pitch that I just gave at the beginning of it. It's going to look crazy. You're going to play it for two hours. You're going to be like, what the hell is this? And then it picks up and it turns into one of the coolest video game experiences, you know, he ever had. And I played it. I played it for the first night until kind of the first big thing happens. And then I uh, I, I couldn't stop. And so. It's a game that uh, I was really excited to talk about because uh, I haven't had luck of getting anyone else to play it. So I've never been able to talk about it with anyone who has actually played the game themselves. So I was super excited for this uh, to hear kind of what you thought, and especially because uh, was something I didn't really know, which I found shocking. That this is a genre that you know quite a bit about and you play quite a bit of. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we... Uh... My uh, my friend Seth and I host a podcast called the Switch It Up Show, and we review all types of different games for Switch. And um, you know, we we cover all types of titles uh, from some of the larger ones to uh, primarily like a lot of indie games. And Switch is like uh, like a like a haven for indie titles. There's so many, uh, and there are a lot of visual novels. Uh, and pretty much like you know, if we can get our hands on it, we play it. Uh, and there's a lot of visual novels that come our way. And traditionally, uh, I I like just start to pick up and and play them um because like you know usually like i said you can play this game in about four four to five hours or so i don't have that much you know free time to, to games so normally some of these visual novels are a little bit of a quicker uh experience so uh, i tended to gravitate towards them uh and um i mean this is this is definitely a different uh style of visual novel but a lot of the themes like like a lot of the themes are kind of the same, like some of the tropes, like especially like being in high school and, you know, like getting like developing relationships with your friends. Like that's like a constant like visual, like novel, like Japanese like theme. Like it seems like everybody is in, like you're always in high school and you're always trying to, you know, make friends with everybody and find out what's going on. But usually it's not quite as like, you know, there are definitely other horror visual novel games, but um, not 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 quite like this one because this one starts off like super cute. So I will say this, uh, probably my favorite part, because we were texting a little bit back and forth while you were playing and you hit the moment where, um, and forgive me because it's been a while since I've actually played the game. Although I did some research and kind of refreshed myself back. Yeah. Uh, the, your friend Su- Suki, Su- uh, site, uh, site, yeah. it's, it's like S A Y A O K I or something like yeah. that. Sayoki. Uh, where she, uh, she, you know, you're playing this game and like, you know, this friend who's obviously pining for you, but you're just like, nah, man, I want to go. I want to go talk to one of these other three Doki Doki Literature Club girls. Uh, she eventually, you know, she eventually offs herself in really dramatic, horrific fashion. Uh, and you're like, yeah, I got the ending. Like, should I just keep playing? I'm like, dude, you haven't even you're not even through the first act yet. <laughs> well, yeah, it's 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 interesting because the game like, um, you know, like how it like basically what happens is, you know, you're a student in this high school and like your next door neighbor who's also one of your friends who you like always hang out with. Um, you know, she's like, Hey, like, I need you to join my club because I'm worried about you because you're super, like you have no social skills and you, you're, you're going to college and you have to, you know, you have to 
develop as a person because you need to make friends. Uh, so she kind of drags you along to this club, and it's just you and I mean the game assumes that you're uh, that you're male, um, and uh, or at least in the game you are male, and. Uh, it's just you and like these three girls and you're basically talking to them uh, about literature because it ends up being a literature club and you like write poems and things like that and as you write write is like a loose term you're picking a few words from each one and every time you pick a different word uh, a different member of the club like their little avatar jumps up in like a super happy way to let you know that like these are the type of words that this person associates with being a good poem and you choose them based on who you kind of want to impress and then the next day you go uh, uh, to class, uh, and then you like show your poems to people. Uh, and as you start to learn a little bit more about them, and they show you their poetry, you start to realize that things are starting to like go awry. Um, mm-hmm. And really, they kind of start to hint at it relatively early. If you're if you're reading the poetry that they write, it doesn't start off like absolutely crazy like it does later on as you as you're playing the game. Um, but since there's a few different like a few different um, members of the literature club a few different girls in the game um once it quote-unquote ends the first time i was like oh that's that's one ending um and normally a lot of these visual novels have multiple endings and it's like okay you play it through once and then you basically play it through again you make different choices and then the game ends but doki doki literature club isn't really like that because you've got multiple endings but it's more like multiple like endings of chapters um it's not entirely obvious that you are continuing the game um because once you finish it because i played it the first one through in one playthrough it doesn't say continue anywhere or anything like that Mm -hmm. it's start game so you don't necessarily realize that you're starting from where you left off like i I, had you had not told me that i was not finished with it i would have thought i was done um yeah because they don't make it obvious at all so for me, when I was playing, because I remember that moment distinctly, uh, because again, like the, the I guess the, the the way I would describe it is, the game has a very cutesy anime art style, and it's very traditional uh, Japanese anime. And then eventually, this scene where the where your friend kills herself, number one, you kind of see it coming. They 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 piece it out really well, but then they show her hanging and you can find if you have no interest in playing this game you're crazy but you can find the picture online it's horrific um and the game just ends after that and it goes right back to doki doki the the end title screen and i remember like oh my god that was like that like it was a like cold water splash in my face and i remember like well i got that can't be the end of the game so then i start playing again and then i was like either Either like you, there's going to be multiple endings and there's got to be more to it than that. Or, you know, whatever. There's something else here and there's something else here because I if I remember correctly, does she in the second in the, once you're through after ha- she hangs herself, when you go back in, does she show up uh, when you're coming out of your house for the first time like she does in the first playthrough or does she show up as a glitch? I can't remember. I, I basically like it's he's uh, like you start um, like expecting that you're going to be meeting her again. Uh, and mm-hmm. then I believe yeah. the text is like oddly obscured. And then you're like, wait a minute. Yes. No, I'm by myself. Like you, you like your character kind of just like almost forgets it or thinks they're dreaming or something like that. Uh, and then from there at different moments as like, you know, that character character is no longer in the game um like it uh the text gets obscured or it glitches out and that's like kind of the start of some of the glitches and like little surprises that pop up here and there 
um, while you're playing the game. And you talked about the music. The music in this is excellent. Like it is, yes, it is, it is. It is really good. Um, there's probably not like a bunch of songs. Like I don't know how many there are, but there's um, like all types of like really like cute anime themes, and there's some really neat like piano. Like it's good. The music on this was actually released on vinyl, um, and uh, it's pretty expensive now. Uh, but uh, it's uh, it's definitely got a, a following. Um, it's it, it's good, man. The music the music in this game is good. Yeah, so let's um, so let's talk about the literature club for a second. Uh, you have Monica, who's obviously the leader, uh, and then the other two girls who I'm forgetting their names off the top of my head. Uh, Sayori is your friend. Yep. Uh, Yuri. Yep. And who's the other one? Natsuki. Is that her name? Yeah, N A T S U K I. Yeah, Natsuki. Yeah. Yeah, Natsuki. Uh, so first things first, because the game kind of like pushes you in. And by the way, just so you know, there are the game is linear. So I found this out after the fact. The game, it, there's illusion of choice that they tell you. The game is proven. So you can you can go one of two ways with the girls, and each girl has their own kind of thing. If you connect with them, obviously you can't connect with Monica and anyone who's played the game. You know why? You'll you, you have, comes up later, um, and they'll have different stories. I would actually recommend taking a look at Net, uh, Netsuki's story because it's probably worse than Yuri's. <laughs> it's a lot worse than Yuri's because um, everything in this game is terrible. Um, but which girl did you go with? Um, as we as I first started playing, uh, I mean, I I, I started talking to Yuri. Um, that that Me I too. uh she just uh she's i was i was like because she's uh she's kind of like the like the goth one of the of the bunch i guess <laughs> that's so I was what like, i, went I was like all right um and it was also it was also very obvious when you were looking at the um you know, like when you talk to her like which which words um when you're writing the poetry is going to like you know like impress her so i was like all right well this is easy <laughs> like, this is easy i'll choose i'll choose these words uh at least then i'll be able to tell which which path i'm which path i'm heading down um, and, um, yeah, you don't really, um, for anyone who's played visual novel, like there's usually varying degrees of like how much choice you can make. And in this game, uh, is definitely like more in line with most of them. There's almost none. Um, for the most part, like you can choose like these words and I guess that's going to match up with like who you're talking to in the, um, in the literature club, but there's no, like, you know, you're not going to be, no one's going to ask you a question and you'll have like two choices to respond. Like that's not happening. Um, so, uh, there's it's very much when they say visual novel if you're not familiar with it um because before i before i played any for the, the the switch podcast like i didn't i didn't know what they were um it's basically like you're reading like you're reading a book um and uh it's presented to you in like a cartoon fashion and there's moments where like the pictures will move a little bit uh and there is actually an auto advance feature on it so that you can just have the text kind of scroll but i felt like it i felt like it didn't really work it, it didn't seem to, to work for me um yeah. but uh and also if it did it was just real slow uh it was easier to just like click or hit space bar or something like that so we both had the same experience with yuri and yuri's story gets like you know it, it, she starts off as like super shy and like i don't know like i'm really unsure of myself and i like knives yeah it kind of oh. comes out of it kind of comes out of nowhere oh um I, so let's just talk real quick because we could probably do this for a while and i definitely want to get to the end um what did you think about the scene in the hallway? 
Uh, she brings you out there a few times. Are you um, the one with the water? Like you know what I'm talking about, where her eye goes nuts and like oh yeah, scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah, you know I kept waiting for like because uh, this game has a lot of uncomfortable like moments where yes. nothing happens, uh, and I kept waiting for like a like a jump scare, uh, and um, I didn't really get. I think there's one in like the whole like in, in my whole like playing through. Um, so like I kept. I feel like I was on edge more, <laughs> like waiting for something to kind of come out of nowhere. Um, but I mean that didn't really that didn't really happen nearly as much as i was anticipating um there's a lot of there's a lot of intense scenes with like a bunch of a bunch of characters just because it's that shift from like super cute to like whoa (laughs) and i mean then you have like the main scene with her which is like there when she dies and you're so do you want to set the stage for that one um where she uh like because it seems like like i believe that happens in the actual literature club um and uh like things are going like like well um or i guess as well as they can be you can tell that she's like slowly losing her mind but (laughs) like like on the surface like seems things uh things things seem to be going well i think if i'm not mistaken she gets in a fight with natsuki and it's going back and forth over basically like they're both kind of like jealous that you're talking to them um and um like you can choose kind of like which one you want to like you know i guess and you're not ending up with either of them, but you can choose which one you want to talk to or which one is your friend, quote unquote, more. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I even chose Yuri and she still uh, ended up like stabbing herself like multiple times. And I was like, well, I'm like, why? I'm like, why is this? And it's kind of like revealed that like, you know, um, when she's like, like really excited or really happy, she doesn't know how to process those like emotions and oh. acts it out in like a, in like a in like a violent way and since this was like the pinnacle of her being like yes like you know i'm not alone that <laughs> she just didn't know what what to, what to do with that and you know kind of goes off the off the deep end like so dark and then they where they have you like sit in like the room with her like over the weekend is the way uh, the game, and like the game doesn't like they don't tell doesn't you, let you no. skip no it does not let you skip it doesn't let you go fast you're like stuck there and, and i don't know how long i didn't time it but it's so uncomfortably long oh however long um, you think it is it's longer i mean you're it, it had to be 20 minutes <laughs> no it wasn't that long i i think i think it was it was long it was, it was a long time it was long enough that i'm sitting there and i'm like there's nothing for me to skip nothing nothing here's happening and then i the only way i kind of put it together is that i saw the sun go down and i was like I'm out here for the whole weekend, and then sure enough, like you see it go, like you come back up, and it goes down again, and it comes back up, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, this is this is a long, this is a long time, and it's almost even kind of worse in a way that the animation is so like cute, uh, because yes. when it happens, you know, if it was gory or like uh you know more lifelike you'd be like whoa like but the fact that it you know it's it, it's it's that juxtaposition of like super cute anime cartoon against um like you know like violence um mm-hmm. and, and like mostly coming out of nowhere um so i mean it, it's it, you know it's it's alluded to that something is going to happen and that she has these issues but you know it's normally not shown to you in in, in such a way and what I think I, what I love most about this game and why I think it is it is stupendous and and I think it is and I'm so glad you were able to play it is that I feel that this this game is takes you on a journey and 
very much kind of switches your perspective as it goes through it, right? Like the first act is that cutesy part and then Natsuki kills herself and that's like a slap of water, it's, you know, slap in the face. And then you're going in and you're like flirting with the girls and then weird stuff starts happening on the screen and weird, like weird visual glitches are happening on the screen. Uh, but you, you don't know how to process it. And then you have, it, it goes into more, this is the more traditional horror component of the game, mm-hmm. right? And then you move into the third act where it's revealed with the Monica stuff and how, you know, basically Monica is in control of this virtual world. (laughs) Um, And she is the computer program is trying to mess with you, the player. And that's when I was like, this is transcendent because now we're getting real meta um, and in a really incredibly creative and interesting way. Uh, what did you think about, like, as you moved out of the really traditional horrific elements and into, like, this weird meta, I'm not, you're no longer playing a character to game flirting with girls, I'm now flirting with you, player. Um, that was wild. Yeah, you end up in this, uh, like, almost, like, limbo uh, type. Well, it takes a while to get there, too, it does. right? Because, like, the, the one thing I remember is, like, the, the one poem the last poem I think you write where like the only thing you can pick is Monica. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it just, the, the screen like zooms in, zooms in and I'm like trying to click on Yuri, but it's like, Nope, Nope. <laughs> um, yeah. And you have like characters like glitching out. And again, like the game, like it looks like the game is starting to break down. Um, and then eventually you get to that end piece with Monica where basically you're sitting in like this crazy room, uh, and she's just talking to you. Yeah, it goes. It goes like it's interesting because um, she you're just like talking back and forth, and she's telling you like you know how great it is that you picked her, and like you know how much she likes you and stuff, and um, basically she she's like breaking the fourth wall the whole time, like saying that she's basically self aware of the fact that you're playing a game, um, but like you know that doesn't matter because she's happy, um, and you know it just goes it goes and goes and goes, and um, I'm like how much longer is this gonna go, <laughs> and like. You know, I'm remembering that she's talking about, like, you know, how she delete, because basically what happens is, like, the other characters, she's basically revealing that, like, you know, she's deleting them and, like, getting rid of them from from the game. And, you know, and she, not only does she talk about deleting them, she also, like, when she mentions she's deleting them, she's, like, using their file and their file extensions. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, she's talking about this a lot. And I'm like, where is, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, do I really need to go? I'm like, can I do this? Yes. Um, and then I'm thinking to myself, I'm playing the game on Steam on Mac. Um, and for those of you who don't know, um, like, you know, for like Mac, like all that stuff is packaged within Steam. And then it's like buried in like another, it, it's like six subfolders deep. Um, it's not like a normal, like if I was playing this on PC, I could just probably jump into like my applications and find it like right there. Um, but here it's like buried. So I'm like, where the heck is this? So no, it's in the same place. It's in common, you know, all the, it, it's like six subfolders deep. It's how Steam stores it. Oh, well, um, it's gross. Um, so <laughs> once I finally found out where it was, I was able to see like the character and then I was like, okay. Uh, and then as soon as what's cool is that I'm like, am I going to have to relaunch the game? But as soon as you do it, um, like, you know, um, from, you know, whatever file extension browser you're using, like the game automatically like triggers and realizes that, you know, you know, like that Monica has been deleted and then like, you know, kind of all goes to hell. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, that was just, um, this is like, and if you've never played, um, there's another game out there called super hot, again, kind of goes into this meta direction. Uh, with the game. Um, 
which I, I like this. I think when it's done well, and I feel like this game does it perfectly because I had the same experience you had where I figured I was very proud. I figured it out on my own because I heard her mention. I'm like, does mm-hmm. he really want me to go into the file? And I'm like, well, let me go. I can't do anything and I'm in. So like, let me go check. And I check the file and I see the, the four characters and I'm like, or I see the, I think, yeah, it was four characters. And I was like, no. Okay, well, like, what's the worst that can happen? So I go and I delete the file. And then the game just take. I was like, that is so incredibly brilliant. Um, so incredibly brilliant. And so interesting. And so, again, like, keeping within the world this game has built. But I am accessing actual folders on my computer to make changes to the game uh, that just completely blew my mind. Um, and at the end, you know, all the cool stuff like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm glad you're happy. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I mean, so overall, like what what do you think? Like overall, I, I'm I'm obviously singing this thing's praises to the high heavens. But where did you land on it? I definitely enjoy. I mean, this game. This game is fun. Uh, it's uh, it, it's it's just so it's very different than you know. Obviously, I feel like games that oh, look like maybe the average person that play like you know. There's not a lot of games I feel like that are that are like this and use that kind of um, like extra element of like all right now you're actually like stepping kind of outside of the game <laughs> in order to interact with it more. Yeah. Um. The, you know that's really cool. Uh, Eternal Darkness on GameCube does stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh. I mean, it, it, it's it's really cool. I think it's um, uh, I think it's a good example of how like you know um, you know like not to not to not to like judge a book by its cover um because uh like you know if you're there's all types of like spooky like creepy horror anime that I just like had no idea existed. So uh, it, it would be easy to look at this uh, game and just be like ah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play that. But like. Like this is this is definitely a game I feel like that deserves to be played. And after you know you can you'll kind of start to figure out like where it's going after like a little, a little over an hour or, or so. So as long as you as long as you don't mind investing like you know some time, you don't need that like immediate uh, like payoff. Um, then this is definitely this is definitely something that that's worth it. Um, it. It's something I would recommend, but you have to also be a little bit open minded because if you're into mm-hmm. a bunch of like horror games and you see this and then you're like visual not like you know like it's it, it yeah it, it's a steep curve man to to, to get people to want to play this um because it's really <laughs> like I, I mean, know, Glenn. I've been trying for two and a half years. <laughs> Dude, it took <laughs> the you, first you, time I heard about you it. asked me and I was like I was like I got it. I got it. Like, I was like I'm in. Um but you know it's um I don't know it's it's good but I mean it's it, like it's is it a game? You know, like that that that's like the question with a lot of these visual novels. It's like, is it really a game? Like it's more like an interactive experience, which is cool, you know, like and you know, it's 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 also pretty short. Like you can play this and get your enjoyment out of it quickly. And what sold me is like again, like, you know, this guy on this guy on Steam was talking this guy, excuse me, this guy on the podcast do, who I like was talking through it. And then you go to Steam and you see that it's overwhelmingly positive ten out of ten. And you're like, Oh, okay, like this is legit. Um I I have I I think it's it's one of those games that for me um, or experiences. I think it's probably a better way to put it. Um, it w- is so singular and is so special. And I remember like I remember talking to my wife about it. Like just like 
this is the craziest thing I've ever I've ever played. And I played some crazy stuff. This is just it's so creative and interesting. And then I also recommend to everyone uh, and hopefully if if you're listening to this at this point, you have watched you played the game. Uh, Do yourself a favor. Go to the Doki Doki uh, wiki um, because there are hundreds of Easter eggs that you missed. And stuff like in the file structure and hidden stories that are found within the game and hidden file photos like and I'm not going to go play this game ever again to go try to get those to happen. Uh, But it was really fun to know that they were there and I thought was super, super cool. Uh, But there's a lot of stuff in the game that you just you never know unless you go start digging in the file system, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, there's a there's a ton of Easter eggs on there that like link to other websites. And if you convert certain files into other types of files, it like, you know, like it'll make like QR codes and like it, it's 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 wild, man. It's, it's awesome. Someone really put a lot of like a lot of thought into it. And the crazy thing about it, it's, it was basically two guys, uh, Team Silvato, the guy he was the there was an artist who did the art. But mostly this is one guy. One guy wrote it. One guy um, created the created the music. Uh, so yeah, like, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, because like I said, for me, it was, uh, a singular, a singular experience that I'll never have again. And it's just fun to hear how other people had that experience. And you're the first one <laughs> in two years of me proselytizing <laughs> this game. So I was so excited. Um, no luck getting your wife to play it, huh? Nah, there's no way this, yeah. that's not her. It's too, it's too disturbing. It's too disturbing. Um, and speaking of things that uh, I'm never going to play, because mm. uh, I talked about it last uh, podcast, but I think I should put it out there. I'm glad I'm never going to play the Blair Witch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I mean, I have not have not bought it, but I was uh, I was looking at it the other day and I was like, I'm going to wait and see what, uh, what, Rob, um, said, what Rob says about this. Uh, and uh, not for you, huh? No, it's just not for me. Um, it's there's nothing wrong with the game. Uh, this is a me thing. I just hate those types of horror games. Uh, they are not fun. I do not like the jump scares. I get very anxious yeah. and I don't play video games to feel anxious. Uh, I don't mind being scared in the movies because it's a passive experience. But in games, I find the anxiety is just too much. And there's just too much anxiety in my life right now. As yeah. It is. Yeah, man. And. It was funny, like I was trying to force myself to play it um, for the cast, but I eventually for anyone who's ever played a game, I I, I stopped at the tree. Uh, you end up in this tree and this creepy stuff happening and very creepy voices. And I'm just waiting for the jump scare and I'm not having fun. And I'm just like I literally at one point took the headphones off and just kept moving around because I was so it was just too much. Yeah, it, it's just not for me. Yeah. Um... And that's OK. Yeah, I completely, I completely understand, man. Because I, I love horror. I love it, just like, just like you do. Like, I mean, this is just like, you know, I read about it in my spare time. I'm watching all the and movies. And I love Blair Witch. I got two too. podcasts. Yeah, like, but it's, um, you know, when you're playing one of those games, they do, they do too good of a job at yeah. like establishing the atmosphere. And it's not so much about the scare; it's the, and that's why they do it. You know, it's the, it's the anticipation. And it's uh, it gets drawn out so long, which is what makes it effective. Uh, but like you know, I don't want to feel like on edge for for that long. Uh, and like 
Blair Witch isn't the only game that you know that that does it. The Alien Isolation uh, game, like I really like the game, looks great. I really want to play it. Everyone says it's awesome, but every time I like start to like like you're like creeping around looking for this stupid alien, and he only pops up like maybe once every thirty minutes, and then the rest of the time you're just like. Like you know, on the edge of your seat. Um, I played the uh, I played the Exorcist Exorcist game in VR, and oh my god, man! Like it's so it's yeah. so intense. And like I asked for a review copy of it, and they were fortunate enough to share it with me. So I'm like, damn it, now I have to play it. <laughs> and like like you know, and and that was just really like playing it on PlayStation VR. Like it was just. You know, you've got the you've got the headphones on, and you're like holding the crucifix, and you're walking through the church, and like you know, it's all around you. And so when something jumps out, like you know, it's not even like it's it's right there, you know. And then it's it's so it's so intense. And then I I have a I have a paranormal activity game for it. I bought it on PlayStation Network. I can't play it. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, it's gonna what be too if, much. Video games for me are a power fantasy. I do things in them I can't do in real life, whether it's flying starfighters or it's commanding an army on the battlefield or it's racing a car or it's, you know, even like even like, you know, the more realistic military combat shooters that I'm into um, that it's a power fantasy, right? Horror games, you have no power. That's my thing with it. Yeah. Like um, there's some, there's no in this game, you're running around with a flashlight. And that's just Mm -hmm. it's just not like I don't want to do that with my gaming time and I don't want to feel anxious and I don't want to feel um, I don't want to feel that way during my very limited free gaming time. It's not a it's not an experience I want to have props to the game makers for doing it. Um, I am interested. uh, There's actually two horror X games that I may be checking out. So maybe in January when we talk again, I'll have maybe one of them partially played, if not all the way played Uh, one is, but these are more, um, I don't know if they're quite horror, but they have horror elements. One's called GTFO, uh, which is basically like uh, uh, a four person co-op shooter game against aliens, but it's really realistic and pretty gruesome. Looks very cool. Uh, and the second one is called Setsuna Sacrifice, uh, which is like based in um, based in uh, uh, I, I want to say like Viking type type time frame. Forgive anyone if you're a huge fan of that game. Uh, it's for free. I got it on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, but supposedly the sound design is really cool. It deals with mental health issues. Very interesting. And that to me is, is interesting. It has you know probably some horrific elements to it. Uh, I'll be interested to do that. But yeah, Blair Witch, man, like. I tried, I tried really hard. And this entire week I was trying to last week, I was trying to make myself play it. And every time I just said no, and I've hit a point where I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I just have to admit to myself, I'm not going to play this and I'll admit to the audience. that I'm not going to play it. Yeah. And it's just not for me, man. Um, what I may do is I may go and just watch someone play it online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, wrong with I that. am interested in the story, but like, I, I'm just never going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not easy. Um, but I mean, there's all types of like um, like I was I was thinking the other day. I was like, man, I wish it would make another Dead Space. Cause I feel like that game mm-hmm. like walked the walked the line pretty good. Um, despite the fact that like you know, ammo and resources were scarce, there were moments where you're like, okay, like I got this under control, and they were jump scares. But like you like I mean, they, they weren't like like drawn out for 20 minutes it was you open a door and something pops out real quick and you shoot it hopefully um like i can deal with that man you know and that's the thing it's the and that's where i i think i landed on is that it is the power because i love dead space i Mm -hmm. played all of the dead spaces and i love them to death yeah they're all awesome 
but it's the power part. It's the I can I can take agency over this thing that's scaring me and shoot it in the face or in Dead Space scenario, shoot off its legs with that really cool mechanic. Um, in in Blair Witch, I don't have any agency. I know a jump scare is coming. I can't do anything about it. I'm just I'm there and I don't like it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's same thing with like Outlast. I tried that game. Same feeling. You're just running. Yeah, like it's just not. Yeah, and then you and you can hide, quote unquote. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and then I'm like, what? Like, why? I'm like, but you know what though? Like, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people who do like all like the, you know, like all the different like haunted houses and stuff at like Halloween. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Like, you know, you're walking in there and like, I mean, there's no, you know, what's gonna happen. <laughs> you know, and I'm not really yeah. even a big fan. Like, as much as I love horror, like I would do like the universal. Like, I really want to do the Universal Horror Nights just so I can see all the cool like props and stuff that they put into it, and then I'll have to deal with the fact that someone's gonna scare the living like hell out of me. Um, but, but um but like yeah i don't even like like I, I, don't, I don't go to any of those like you know like haunted houses um during halloween it's, i'm like i'm, I'm too i'm too scared and i'm like it's not for me not the type of fear i want <laughs> um you know but i mean maybe if it was if, if, if the if the house was like themed after something i'd put up with it but uh it's still it's just not the feeling i want man totally so that so two so you give two thumbs up doki doki yeah man it's definitely good i don't think it's for everybody um but no. I, I do think i do think more people should try it before they dismiss it uh and i feel like that's the case with um you know with like a lot of uh like a lot of like anime um because it seems like i keep finding like another one that i want to watch and another one that i want to watch that's hard there's so much like horror in anime that i had no idea um so uh, I feel like this is definitely something that you should you should check out because if you like this, there's all types of other games out there that that you can find out about that you normally just would have like you know turned your back on. Well, I'm hoping at this point again, like if, if and we're past spoilers at this point, so like hopefully you know if you haven't played it yet, you watch it. I will say, and I'm not you know I I believe. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, I believe, you know, experiences should be on their own. I, I would say that, like, this is a definitely kind of a trigger warning type game. Like, if you're really sensitive to, you know, mental health issues, if you're, you know, have, you know, suicide, if it, it, this is graphic, it's in your face, it does not mess around. Um, it is very disturbing. I have none of those things myself, but I can imagine someone who deals with that. This would be could be incredibly dramatic. Yeah. yeah uh, so buyer laugh. beware. But if you don't mind that stuff and that doesn't really get to you, dude, like, please check it out um, and tell us if you played it and like you had a same experience. Let me know, because like I said, I'm just dying to talk about this experience with other people. Yeah. And it was so much fun to kind of be texting back and forth with you a little bit while you were playing. Yeah, the only reason because uh, you mentioned if you're like, yeah, you're like, send me a message. I'm like, I was engrossed in the story. Like, um, they do a good job, and a lot of these visual novel games go, do a good job of like pulling you in, um, like with the characters and like like the writing is usually like, I mean, I mean, you're, it's not like you're reading like an amazing like book or anything like that, but like the characters always seem pretty genuine. Um, and you're like, okay, they're like you're usually somewhat invested. I feel like in in the story. Uh, so I mean, it, it was good, man. I I definitely enjoyed it. Awesome. So I, I and we mentioned I don't have a whole lot for today. Uh, I did want to go back and just revisit real quick because there's been some new information on the Puppet Master stuff from NECA. Yes. Um, mainly in uh, pricing and how they're being sold. So, Glenn, they're okay. being sold in two packs. I mean, I like that. So you're getting uh, the two skews. You're getting Blade and Torch together. You're getting uh, Pinhead 
and uh, Tumblr, the guy with the drill, mm-hmm. um, two packs, uh, $34.99 MSRP is what it looks like it's going to be. That's not so bad. So you're 30 or 35. I'm seeing in between. No, that's not I, bad. I'm shocked at that. I actually thought they were going to sell them individually at like 20 a pop. So I was very happy. Uh, if you check out NECA's website too, uh, they actually gave us uh, kind of more full scale shots of everything that's going to be coming with them. And I'm very impressed. Um, and you saw a lot of this stuff in the, in the pictures, but if you take a look, like uh, Blade's going to have two heads. He'll have like kind of the standard head and then a blood-soaked head, which is so cool looking. Uh, as well as uh, he'll be able to have it looks like a detachable knife off of his, um, uh, what is that, his right arm. Uh, that'll have some blood coating to it. That's cool. Uh, the blood so the blood head looks really cool. Um, Blaze pretty obviously is going to have the flame effect. That just kind of makes sense. You kind of expect that out of that character. Um, the other two guys look really cool. Uh, Pinhead looks like he's going to come with, uh, the, vi- like the, the green vial, um, and a giant wrench, I believe. Yeah. Um, well, it looks like tr- mostly with him, it's a different set of hands, the hooks, the vial, he'll have a fire poker. And then Tundler has the giant wrench, uh, the pickaxe, a second head, the kind of gas gun thing. Um, so accessories wise they are coming with a lot more than i was expecting um i did not expect number one i wasn't expecting a two-pack i definitely probably wasn't expecting multiple heads outside of blade because we saw that in the original photos but just the amount of stuff that they're coming with is incredibly impressive uh once again man NECA just blowing it blowing it out of the park at just, like at like an affordable price point. Yeah, that thirty bucks. I mean, that means you get all of them for sixty. I think that that's a steal, uh, for what I'm seeing. Uh, the scale will be, you know, well, they're saying they're seven inch. Um, you know, that's incredible to me that you're doing. You're getting two seven inch figures for the price of one normal NECA. I'm wondering where they, wondering how they're doing it. Like, I'm wondering where the corners are cut. If it's an articulation, if it's somewhere. Because that price point is crazy to me. Um, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just because they are smaller. Uh, that's maybe my guess. Maybe they'll be. Um, it says seven inch scale, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily seven inches in length, like a normal NECA figure. They may just be, you know, you put them next to a seven inch figure and they're smaller because um, they're dolls, right? But uh, they look so good. They it's also, look so good. It's it's also like an interesting, you know, just like an interesting choice. I feel like on their on their part to do Puppet Master of all things. I know we mentioned that last time, but it's just it's just surprising that that I'm like wow. I'm like really I'm like they they think that there's uh, I mean I guess like there are a whole bunch of horror um you know NECA figures and I'm sure they know the numbers better than anybody. So I guess it makes sense uh, for them to to go down that to go down that road. Um, but it's just cool. Well, it's also fun, too. And there's a really great article. Uh, Bloody Disgusting did an interesting kind of take on this. Um, and one thing the guy brings up in the article that I found uh, really interesting and when you, is that modern horror collecting, the grandfather of that is the Puppet Master toys. Uh, because those Puppet Master toys, remember, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, were everywhere. Um, you could find, you know, various different types, retro puppet master, and there were just tons and tons and tons of them. They were coming out like every week with new figures. Um, 
it it's re- it's really cool, right? So it's kind of nice to see. You know, we're going back to we're going back. We're going back in time a little bit. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it kind of makes me think of when you could go into like Suncoast and see all like those like movie maniac stuff. What was that? I remember going into like Suncoast and seeing all those movie oh, maniacs God, yeah. and things like that that are now like a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh man, there was like, and I remember like seeing them on clearance and like just never, <laughs> never bought it. Nope. I was like, ah, oh, why didn't I do that? And there were so many. There were so many of them. Seriously. Oh my God, there were so many of them. I could have done. I could have. Uh, now I'm just upset. You could have had. You could have had it all, Rob. You could have had it all, and now, I, and now you're just I old. Could have had it all. Could have paid off my house. Wow. All based on Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, action figures. <laughs> That's it. Freddy vs. Jason to the rescue, paying off everyone's mortgage. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like that PS5 money. <laughs> well, that's a sore subject. <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Awesome, dude. Well, good, good podcast. We always have, uh, we always have fine stuff to talk about here, you know, on the show. Uh, even uh, when we don't have too much Monster Mania news uh, to talk about, we somehow, we somehow dig it up. Um, we're gonna have, I guess, yeah. So it'll be a new year the next time mm-hmm. we do this. Awesome. Totally, man. And it'll be, um, you know, look. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season. Please stay safe. Wear masks. Do all that fun stuff. Have a lovely new year at home by yourself and with your family. Um, join me and Glenn in isolation. It's not all that bad. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to y'all in the new year. And uh, Glenn, man, it's. I think we've done about as good as we can do uh, for 2020. Yeah, I I think so. We get we, we gave it our all. We're gonna have to put our heads together though for something good uh, for starting the new year. Uh, you know, hopefully there'll be bunch of a bunch of good monster mania news to, to talk about maybe some guests uh maybe we should watch a movie uh i'm not really sure what uh if you have any suggestions uh let us know over at it came from ch uh always open to hearing from you guys and uh you know what you want to hear here on the show uh other than that uh i think that's gonna that's gonna do it for 2020 uh so as rob said stay safe happy holidays happy new year and we will see you in 2021 See ya.